Once again, you're listening to Night School with Bobby D here on X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland and KQAC HD3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. You're just tuned out of the Groove Theory Mix Show with DJ OG1. You are tuning in to Night School where we have a very special guest in the booth I have of the esteemed Numero Group label, Mr. John Kirby on the ones and twos. John, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Bobby. It's good to be here in Portland. We're going to do it right. John's going to dig into his his deep crates. We're going to... What are we going to hear? Uh, I'm going to start it off with uh, the creation of music by Primitive, a group out of Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, the opening track for the Carolina Funk compilation that came out about 10 years back, but uh, a perennial, terrific tune. We'll probably play the flip side somewhere else uh, later in the show. Okay. Hey, we're going to dig right in. You've been listening to X-Ray FM, John Kirby in studio. Radio is yours. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, but there was no sound. So God said, let there be sound, and music was created.
going on party people this is john kirby representing the numero group winston-salem north carolina uh that right there what you just heard was one of my favorite tunes of all time that was thought you ought to know by jesse mcfall and the funk elegant orchestra uh government name duke hall jesse mcfall was his stage name uh, he was a house arranger at reflection studios in charlotte north carolina he also arranged uh, he, a terrific arranger uh, arranged uh, with this ring by the platters uh, did a whole bunch of stuff um, the funny thing about this track is I, I don't know these fellas at BBE Records but they included this on a compilation they did called Blue Eyed Americana and you've never seen a blacker human being in your life than Duke Hall uh, he used to do some arranging for Isaac Hayes kind of like Isaac Hayes stunt double um, 
but I mean the strings on that thing just uh, make the hair on the back of my neck stand up so I hope at least one hair on the back of one neck stood up uh, out there in Radioville what's up Bobby Hey, I'm here. The mic's working. It was good to hear. The board, <laughs> the board is working. I'm glad we could. Glad you could be here. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm. You're. You're definitely showing up with some cuts here. You played some things in that set I'd never seen before. Hmm. Uh, there were some beautiful selections. Talk Thank about you so it. much. Yeah. Well, you know, I just. I was talking to Bobby about how the cool thing about doing a radio set is you're you're talking to people, you're playing to people, you're communicating with people who are at home, who are making dinner, putting kids to bed. Uh, cruising around in their car so it's nice to uh, outside of the confines of say a holocene uh, where I'll be tomorrow DJing with my good friend Bobby Smith uh, and uh, playing some listening to the legendary Shirley Nanette uh, it's nice to be able to play some just like cruising chilling out music so uh, what a what a great platform we have here at X-Ray FM right on John Kirby once again all the way in from Winston-Salem doing it right and you heard the man correct tomorrow night at the Shirley Nanette performance John will be taking us home mm. uh, into, the, clean in, up. into the midnight hour um, what do we have on deck next so uh, we just listened to like I said Jesse McFall and the Funk Elegant Orchestra who was uh, a, a do call uh, that was his sort of performer name um, we're going to listen to another really beautiful Ducal arrangement, like kind of a, a lowrider oldie. Uh, this is a, by a group called Black and Blue, which was um, a Caucasian group, again, recorded at Reflection Studios on the game label. Um, terrific, terrific tune, cripplingly beautiful lyrics, uh, melody, um, but Ducal's arrangement just kind of takes it over the top for me so just a little do call suite here rest in peace do call uh for all you listeners out there thanks for tuning in once again you're listening to john kirby of the numero group here in studio you've been listening to x-ray fm where radio is yours Now 
right, once again, you're listening to Night School with Bobby D here in studio with the one and only Mr. John Kirby of The Numero Group and much, much more. John's been digging in. How are we feeling, man? Awesome. Again, I'm just so happy to play some of my favorite records for people who may give a hoot or a fraction of a hoot. Um, that last thing is a little known thing from my part of the country, um, recorded at Reflection Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, the backing band would be uh, The Tempests, later known as The Backyard Heavies, who were sort of a house band um, at Reflection. Uh, they had some records that have some breaks on them that have been used famously by Kanye West, yada, yada, yada. Uh, is yada, yada, yada a band? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West, yada, yada, yada is Kanye West's new side project. Oh, okay. Um, Good to know. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's just a cool song with some provenance that uh, it's got some race car sounds at the beginning. Very Carolina of them. Uh, That's all I got to say about that. So John has just returned to his home state of North Carolina, Winston-Salem, to be specific. Mm -hmm. You spent many years uh, outside of that territory, New York City with Wax Poetics for a number of years. You were also in Chicago working heavily on a number of projects with Numero Group for that label. Uh, one of which was this incredible five LP box set uh, forecasting uh, the Minneapolis sound, Purple Snow. That uh, was amazing work digging deep into Prince's history and all, all of the people around Prince in the 1970s that sort of influenced him. Minneapolis sound. Can you talk a little bit about, first of all, what um, what spurred you on to do that? And, and also, what was it like diving into that community being from North Carolina? Yeah, totally. Um... My good friend uh, and colleague at Wax Poetics, Josh Dunn, had stumbled upon a page at the Minneapolis his- or Minnesota Historical Society website that was a cache of photos by a f- uh, photographer named Charles Shambliss from the region who they used to call the picture man. He would go to clubs, take pictures of people, and um, sell them to them the next week at the club because everybody hung out at the Taste or, you know, the, the sort of these usual suspects. Like, it was a small African-American community. They all hung out at the same places, and uh, Charles was just selling photos, you know. Uh, but he sort of accidentally took uh, the baby photos of the Minneapolis Sound. So uh, some of the photos had been identified, um, and I think... You know, there was like a Chris Rock bit that there's like no black people in Minneapolis, ain't no black people in Minneapolis, but Prince and Kirby Puckett. And uh, so, you know, here is this sort of collection of foes that dispels that rumor. So we sort of, you know, I went in and just sort of grabbed a thread and started pulling and, uh, you know, was pleased to learn uh, how much incredible music had been recorded there, uh, had been unreleased, um, barely released. And, uh, you know, I've been threatening to do this for years, but we could do another two LPs of Give me a break, really? I mean, no way. By the time... This is a five LP set, wow. Yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, there was a lot of studios, they were affordable, there was um, uh, a lot of folks who, again, like in the closing, like it's kind of funny, when we were putting Purple Snow together, we had four and a half LPs and was like, we need three more songs. And I literally had to go squeeze three more songs out of Minneapolis to the point where like, by the time the record came out, there was like four more at least oh, I'm sure. come in, you know, and yeah. it just kept going. So it's like when you make a relationship in a city like that and people are like, Oh, this dude, John Kirby like knows his stuff. And he's like a friendly guy. He's, he's great to work with. And everybody, you know, he's been, he's been, you know, 
showing and proving, then a lot of other people kind of come to the surface and they're like, well, you didn't, you didn't talk to Joey about his band, you know, sure. <laughs> plastic people or whatever. And you're like, well, I didn't know about them. So where's Joey at? Well, speaking of those relationships, uh, you know, some of those relationships you forged uh, exist to this day. You were just talking about uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> a couple of days ago, you were with Andre Simone in Los Angeles. Yeah, man. Andre Simone. Minneapolis uh, legend. Yeah. Prince's first bass player. He has a, some great records in his own right. Um, living in the new wave. Uh, you know, I think it, from what I've read from interviews with him about Purple Snow, you know, I just kind of like step to him correct. And as we always do, we're like, I don't want to talk to you about Prince. I want to talk to you about you. I want to know, like, what was your music like? Um, uh, he has a song on Purple Snow called Somebody Said. That's just like amazing lo-fi four track drum machine thing with like great, great everything. Yeah. You know, it's one yeah. of my favorite songs on the compilation. Too. So um, he and Peanut Butter Wolf have formed a relationship. No way. Just as really? like neighbors in L.A. and, you know, obviously share many common interests. Is this interests. Post, post Purple Snow? This is post Purple Snow. Um, I'm not sure if there's if that's a. That could be a thing. That could that's be a, a useful stepping stone in their relationship. But but yeah, so so I knew that they hung out. And so I was like, yo, uh, his wife's name's Catherine. She's a sweetheart. I was like, Andre, Catherine, like, come out to uh, the gold line. I'm going to be DJing. At, and they're like, oh, we love the gold line. And so they came out. And then uh, Chris or Peanut Butter Wolf had just gotten back from uh, a trip. And so he rolled up. And it's like oh, me, man. Chris, Andre Simone, Catherine. And it's just like. Oh my god, like wow. I can't believe I have to DJ right now because like <laughs> you want to be in that but, room. But it's cool because like I'm playing records of Peanut Butter Wolves, Brothers Johnson and stuff and I'm like, "Andre, did you did you get did you like Brothers Johnson?" He's like, "Oh yeah, you know, like Grand Central used to play Brothers Johnson songs." Wow. And you're like, eh, "That's cool." And so you could <laughs> and then like he's friends with the guys in the system. And I'm like, you're friends with the system, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, Mick. And I'm like, they uh, what are they? He's like, they're working on something right now, like kind of retro kind of throwback. So I hope I'm not, I hope I'm not throwing anything out there. Well, system so fans will be excited to know there may be a new system record coming out. But, uh, but and yeah, that's that, my boy. that compilation, man. You know, there's so many Andre Simones. You know that that came out of that project. Mm -hmm. Beautiful uh, coffee table sized book with just a spread on you know or somewhere on the order of 30 artists. Mm -hmm. uh, or more there's that, 32 tracks right and a whole album by jimmy jam's group mind and matter which is yeah, one of the most sublime things we ever released basement sessions of mm -hmm. the young jimmy jam of jimmy jam and terry lewis so you know of the jimmy jam terry lewis andre simone prince uh you know nebula mm -hmm. you move on to chicago you mm -hmm. do the ultra high frequencies uh record amazing catalog of vintage vintage vhs tapes from this sort of late night like Saturday Night Live meets, uh, you know, I think I described it as Train. Saturday Night Live meets Soul Train meets Wayne's World. Right. Like it's kind <laughs> yeah. of that like Black Wayne's World vibe where they're doing skits and they're like such inside jokes. So this compilation, you know, it's another LP compilation you did with Numero. It comes with a DVD, this fantastic late night viewing. This was a, a, a program that happened over the course of about a year or two. Uh, talk about that project. You got really into Chicago at that time. Yeah, I mean, that was 20. It actually ran for 23 weeks. It was half a year of 1982. And um, uh, these these guys owned a club called the Copper Box, and they basically did... Or the Copper Box. The Copper Box 2. Right, uh, yeah. That was the second iteration. And they made a uh, show that basically was to publicize the club. They, they had friends that were in music. Willie Woods was one of the hosts, and he had been in the Pharaohs. He had been in the... Uh, he was a rapper. 
right? Disco rapper? Is that the no, same Willie Woods? No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, he played trombone in Earth, Wind, and Fire, played with Phil Collins. Like, he was a dude in the scene who knew a lot of people and knew a lot of musicians and knew he could get uh, people to come down and, you know, play their music. And, um, yeah, it was it was a really cool show. Willie Woods we'd been in touch with for a long time through the Pieces of Peace project that DJ Shadow did that then we took on. And uh, he'd been like, look, man, I got... I got it actually isn't VHS. It's the U-Matic three-quarter-inch Masters. Oh, wow. Um, so that's why the fidelity on it is, is so good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of groups, totally undocumented groups, including the Universal Togetherness Band, which never cut a record, but made many recordings, and, and that's some of my favorite stuff to well, ever you come out on. And you know. made that possible. You made the Universal Togetherness record. Uh, you and Andre Gibson, talk about your relationship with him. Uh, I mean, that's my man, 50 Grand. You know, he gave me the name Junkyard Dog, <laughs> J-O-N-K. <laughs> For your di- dog. digging habits, I, I can imagine. Um, you have to get with him on that. <laughs> I think it's John K, so he's like junk yard Dog. Ah, I see. But uh, yeah, I spent my birthday, you know, uh, I was at his his girl's high school graduation party and college graduation party. He's got twin daughters um, who are sweet as can be. And I mean, that's like I said, like real deal brother from another kind of thing. I think I think we were meant we were meant to know one another and, and meant to have been brought together and universal together in this band made that possible some for some of the contemporary collectors out there you can find andre gibson tagging up with magua on a new star creature release a seven inch uh released within the past uh, few months here yeah magua sung young lee who records as magua a a korean friend of mine um uh, who always takes me record digging when i go to seoul uh he got really turned on by some of the cd baby stuff some of the later andre gibson stuff and I said, man, like, let me put you in touch. Like, you guys would, you guys both are recording similar music. And, uh, you know, Andre Gibson is somebody who reacts very well. Like, he's somebody who's, like, just l- not loving in an egotistical way. But, like, I think you you can attest that, like, anyone from Ural Thomas to whoever it is who's recorded music and it's finally being appreciated or it's being appreciated again, um... It's so easy to reach out to these people and be like, I love your music. And it means so much to them. So I was like, do it, man. Hit him up. Hit him up right now. Let's call him right now. It's 3 o'clock in the morning in Chicago. Um, so anyway, yeah, that was a cool that was a cool connection to make. And, and, and you The know. music on that record is amazing. I mean, yeah. for, for anyone interested in Boogie, Chicago-specific Boogie to be um, right on, they it just was nailed. You're now in North Carolina. You're going deep, and you're sort of vetting tracks for a number of compilation ideas talk Mm -hmm. about what's most exciting to you right now uh so i just at the connect beyond festival in Asheville last weekend i put together a program called rural americana psych folk and fringe in appalachia which i live in winston-salem which is in the foothills which is really sort of like where um like winston-salem winston-salem state university like we have a very cool rich history of like great black performers but that is sort of like the last stop on the train headed west before you get more into the mountains the doc watsons with um brief encounter being the only exception and an exceptional exception brief encounter from north wilkesboro being the one of the heaviest funk bands to ever do it um incredible incredible soul music but uh but yeah so i produced this concert um bringing together some random guys from the western part of the state who made cool records one of which i'm going to play right now um this is a guy named David Mull. 
this is his record Far From Home uh, which um, is just a really cool kind of drum machine I think this is the definition of rural Americana um, got a few copies of this with me if you're trying to Uh-oh. trying to add it to your Uh-oh. collection, come come find <laughs> me in these streets. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to play "Far From Home" by David S. Mole out of Morganton, North Carolina. Right on. Once again, you've been listening to Night School. Uh, I'm here in studio with John Kirby of the Numero Group. You can catch John tomorrow evening, closing out the night uh, with Shirley Nanette and the Albina Soul Review Band at Holocene. Uh, once again, John, just a pleasure to have you on. Hey, man, thanks for having me. You got it. Stay tuned for Liquid Beat at the hour. Keep it funky, Portland. Thank you. We are so far from home. We are so far from home. Stranded here. Do you 